Welcome to another episode of the Balancing Hormones Naturally podcast, where we offer actions and steps you can take today to start balancing your hormones naturally. This is your podcast host, Leah Brueggemann. I am a functional diagnostic nutritional practitioner. I am honored and excited to be your guide on your journey to better understanding your hormonal health and how it affects your everyday life. Welcome back to another episode. So on Instagram, if you don't follow me on Instagram, you should follow me on Instagram. We did a Q&A because I keep getting a lot of requests to bring my husband on the podcast and have him chat about, I don't know, <laughs> the husband side of things. Um, so we did a Q&A. Um, so you asked some Qs, we got some A's. So anyways, this is my husband. Um, and I'll tell you my first fun fact about him. His name's actually John, but if you follow me on Instagram, you always see me call him Sub because that's his middle name. And for some reason, I Sebastian is my middle name. That's <laughs> right. But I I always call you by your middle name, like so. That really confuses people, especially at your work, because if they start following me on Instagram or people you went to school with, they're always like, "Who's Seb?" I'm like, "Well, that's my husband." And they're like, "I thought your husband was John." <laughs> And then they're like, do you have two? <laughs> yep. <laughs> anyway. I'm the side guy. <laughs> um, so tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you do? Uh, I'm a doctor of physical therapy. I was doing outpatient, and now I'm doing inpatient rehab. Or not inpatient, home health. I don't even know what I do, apparently. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, home health care. Um, and then I'm a husband and a dad. Yeah. Super exciting. Love to golf. Love to run. You do like to golf. Yeah. You got landed into that. You yeah. like asked to swing his golf clubs. Okay. So, um, are you ready for some cues? It should be yes. good. It should be good. Um, number one is always like, what's it like being married to somebody who talks about periods for a living? Um an interesting way to look at it <laughs> like you, you don't see that in high school like on the job fair day that's true uh, <laughs> um it's an adjustment you d it definitely is a learning curve um on getting used to it i think for all guys it's kind of yeah awkward at first until you get exposure to it i think i think maybe it's how you're brought yeah. up i yeah. i had a lot of brothers and that was like the best way to get out of anything. It'd be like, I have cramps. And they would immediately just be like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't think that should be weird though. Like, I'm not, I don't, yeah. I'm not saying it should be. I'm just saying, yeah. I think it is. I, I think I'm, it's not surprising when it is. Yeah. I guess Landon will not be weirded out by periods. Hopefully. Um, so, but now you're, it's like, whatever. Yeah, that's not weird anymore. It's just like, it is weird when I'm at work and somebody I work with asks me what my wife does. I'm kind of just like, you know, I really don't know how to explain this without it sounding really weird. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm really just like, oh, you know, she's an FDMP. And then they're like, oh, what's that? And then I'm like, I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> that's not very useful. Um, okay, so... 
I don't know why, but that's funny. I guess it's more so hormonal balance. But yeah, everybody just immediately goes to periods because that's what your yeah. brother is like too. Like Leah fixes people's periods. And I'm like, yeah, I guess you could go with yeah. that. But no, really, I'm just like, oh, you know, she's an FDMP. She does a lot of lab work for people, helps them to feel better, supplements, diets, and that sort of thing. Yeah. Hmm. Just a learning curve. Yeah. So what did you think? I don't know. Like, you didn't think you were getting into this when we got married. <laughs> into, like, alternative health as much. So was that an adjustment? Um, Not really. Because, like, um. when you first started, I always told you you should do your own thing. I don't yeah. really remember when you started the other stuff. I was. Yeah. I don't know if that was before or after we got married. I think it was, like, a few months after we got married, maybe. It was maybe. after, yeah. That's right, because right before we got married, you were very big into the performing yeah, I was music doing, stuff. Yeah. So no, I definitely didn't expect that. What was the question? I totally forgot. Oh, did you expect us to, like, head so much into alternative health? Like... Um, not for, like, business or occupation. No. Yeah. I, I always knew you would do that for yourself just because yeah. that's how your mom is, so... And you were always kind of that way. Yeah. So... I always expected our family to be that way, but not necessarily you You would be, like, helping other women do that. Mm-hmm. So this is a good one. Are you ready? Is it a doozy? Yeah, it's a doozy. Uh, was it hard switching over products and stuff and, like, reading labels? Like, I, like uh, well, I ha- let's phrase it in two ways. Was it hard first to, like, start reading labels and being like, oh... Leah's probably not going to like it if I buy this product. Like, for food. Like, reading ingredients. And then, like, switching over, like, cleaning products. And that was that, like, a massive adjustment, like, for you? No, because uh, despite popular culture's opinion, homeschoolers know how to read. <laughs> so, no. <laughs> um, yes, it was, it was difficult at first. Um, but... I feel like when I stopped trying to understand everything and understand all the rules, it was like if I was doing the grocery shopping, I would be like, okay, when I buy salad dressing, what do I not buy? And then you'd be like, oh, carrageenan and soybean or whatever, you know, like you'd give me some things to look for. Um, And then depending on what level you already do it at, like it's not that big of an adjustment as far as like ingredients. Uh, But again, it's mostly... It wasn't hard for me because I think you know so much, so I'd just be like... Good brand or bad good, brand? Good brand or bad brand. Um, where there are some, like, bumps in the road with that is when you're like, oh, I can't buy X product. So you have yeah. to get an alternative. And then you try something else out and you don't like it. <laughs> like, if it's shampoo and it smells weird or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. where the bumps come in. I don't necessarily think it's hard to find this stuff. It's hard. Depending on what it is, but... Yeah. I feel like it's really hard to find non-toxic stuff that works. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. So, I was... I'm just thinking about food. Yeah. But, like, we went through... We went through, like, like toothpaste brands, for example. Like, before we found Boca. Um, And... What else? I mean, we went through laundry detergents. Yeah. We went through like cleaning supplies cleaning for a supplies while. Is a big one. Hair product. It was, it's just. The, it was hard. like the biggest, I think, product change that I 
use was like the shampoo stuff like yeah. shampoo and like the shower stuff because there for a while we were using this like stuff that was like green apple and most guys i know including myself <laughs> don't like to smell like a green apple so <laughs> it's it's hard in that way to find something uh, um, so yeah. like when i'm like if i'm switching something over you know all about like the women's stuff but you don't necessarily know about the yeah. men's product that's different so sometimes like finding that is uh difficult yeah doable i agree so then the next spinoff question is how do you approach that conversation like like with your husband like if you were like what's a good way to approach that with you i don't even remember what i did with you um well i i think kind of how you would go about it is you would so like you can't just switch something out without knowing why so like you would typically come back from reading a book or hearing a seminar or listening to a podcast or whatever and you learn about this thing that is the worst thing in the world ever known (laughs) to mankind and then look into it and then you would look into it and whatever else and then decide to change it and then you'd come up to me and you'd be like hey i just learned that i don't know like poofas are like bad or i don't know maybe they're good i don't know but whatever like these things are uh you know terrible and like here's why xyz and we really need to get rid of them or like you know plastic stuff which like we were both kind of on the board at the same time with that so maybe that's a bad example but like um oh my goodness i i i just think is but like basically you would tell me the problem yeah. It has in like what problems it can cause. And then you'd be like, and then here's the solution to the problem. And then I was just like, all right, sweet. We already got it. Let's do that. Yeah. And I, you like data. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I like to know why it's a problem. And then I like to know that there is a solution out there that's not just like, you know, Dr. Joe Blow is writing this book on why PIFAs yeah. are bad. And then he's also selling a PIFA free product. Like, that's right. stupid. Um, yeah. But, you, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. No, no, no. I get that. And then I think, too, like, you liked seeing the data and you liked having, like, an alternative to switch over to that actually worked. But um, it wasn't always easy. Yeah. I think when I look back, I'm like, oh, yeah, it was fine. But I think there's probably some bumps in the road. And I think when we switched to cast iron, like, pans, like, getting rid of, like, nonstick pans, I feel like that was a little bit of a learning curve. Yeah, it was hard to not put tomato sauce in them. <laughs> um, I also think, too, like, a really good book that I feel like really got us on the same page was Boys Adrift. Yeah, by, Dr. Sachs. Yeah, because he goes over endocrine disruptors and specifically how they affect men and, and boys. And just, like, children yeah. Yeah. in general. Yeah. But, like, all of his – the only one of his books I haven't read is – girls on edge and they're all really good all of his books are good (laughs) highly recommend them yeah it those are really it it was really helpful to see that with like the plastics Plastics. and stuff um okay okay questions i'm like losing them (laughs) sorry one second (sighs) this was memory you'd be really bad because you keep opening the same one I know, I'm getting bad. Do you have advice for a husband to be marrying a woman with decently severe hormonal symptoms, perhaps, and how to help navigate the cycle, sinking, mood swings, weaknesses, etc.? It's a tricky one. It is a tough question. Um, 
so I, I think how I would start to answer that question yeah. is, yeah, really how to start to answer the question is make sure he sees that there's a, a problem there. Like, so if you have an issue with something, make sure he's aware. Because, like, guys are pretty oblivious. Like, like, it's actually a hormonal issue. I'm not just crazy. You're not just in a bad mood. Or it's not just that time of the month or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, make sure that he's aware and understanding of the issue. And that it's not just normal. Because a lot of guys, you know, they have a sister or what their mom told them. Or what a previous girlfriend told them or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, and they just think it's normal. Um, So I think framing to them you know that there is an issue there um and then just you know really you have to communicate well to them um that you have to communicate well to them that there is a problem there and that you just need support with with your health you know it's like a very personal thing it's important to your health and that they they need to help i think if you really just frame that you have a problem make sure they understand yeah. They'll know what to do. I mean, you're marrying the guy, so he must be a decent guy. So if you're like, hey, I'm having these problems and I think I need some help, yeah. like, I I think they'll show up. Um, but then, and then for the guy, what the guy should do, um, you know, he should show up. Like, yeah. if he's you're needing help, he should do those things. Maybe you have to spell it out for him, but be like, hey, can we eat spicy foods during this time and cooling foods during this time or whatever? Yeah. And just get him on board. And then, you know, like check yourself too so like if this is something that makes you insecure ask him not to make jokes about it or something you know like just like you know make sure you you communicate well and set the boundaries um i think that's yeah that's a good thing and then that's my biggest pet peeve is when people are like oh is it that time of the month is that why you're being witchy you kind of had like a reaction when i said that yeah because I, I think that I don't like it when people say that. But that my, I have a bouncing off, like, point of view, even though I know nobody asked my opinion on this. Um, if you are – I think that if you have these issues, right, and you know you have them, if you are actively working to resolve them, like, they're there – You they should be there to support you and all of that. But I – I don't think it's fair to you or your relationship to just be like, well, I'm hormonal. Yeah. So, like, if you're just like, what's your advice to my husband to be? Yeah. Because, like, I'm hormonal and moody and blah, 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 because I have these issues. You, you're you not hormonal. Like, being hormonal is not a part of your identity. Yeah. And you have to thrush that out, you know. It can't just be like... Well, I have hormonal issues. That's why I'm this way. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to be make sure that, I don't know, it's not like a cognitive distortion or something. Yeah, like, I don't know. you are not your hormonal issues, and yeah. you can actively work. It's a work. symptom. It's, yeah. not, it's not like a written in stone sort of thing. Yes, you I can. I think is important, too. Yeah, good, good point. Yeah, because you can actively resolve those. Yeah. And if you are actively working, then, like Seb said, like if he's you're obviously marrying him, so he's a good guy, he should support you in that. Um, I think some things like simple things that are just helpful from a and you and I feel like you do this. You've picked up pads for me before at the store, and like, was, yeah, I, I feel like I remember doing that, but I don't, yeah, I but probably like, uh, there's a word for know. it, but when you like block something out of your mind, I probably did that. <laughs> You've done that before. Um, but 
when you've cooked, you're like, what phase are we in? Like, you know, are we making? And so that's helpful. Having like a, you can either print off the cycle syncing spreadsheet and like put it on your fridge until he gets comfortable. But like you kind of knowing and then also supporting with like, hey, I can't eat this food right now because of such and such. And then you're just not grumbling about it or you'll make other options. You do like ice cream. (laughs) We're going to take a quick moment for today's sponsor. If you're anything like me, it's kind of hard to remember to always grind your seeds before putting them in your smoothie or making protein balls and it's also time consuming and my husband was not such a big fan of finding flax seeds stuck in the coffee grinder. I don't know why flax seeds were the ones that always got stuck there but they did and that is why I really love using Fungit Wellness subscription. You guys, you can choose how you want to have it shipped to you and it comes every single month I never run out. They're ground right before they're sent to me, so I know that they're not rancid, and I just can stick them in my fridge. It's only two bags because they blend the pumpkin and the flax together, and they put the sesame and the sunflower together, so you don't have a million bags of seeds, and they taste so good. They're organic, B Corp certified. These seeds are, like, you can actually taste the difference. They, They taste amazing. But I just keep them in my fridge and then I pull out two tablespoons every single day of whichever bag that I am needing at that time and I'll put them in my oatmeal, I'll put them on a rice cake, I will put them in a salad, I'll put them in a smoothie, whatever I'm feeling at the time. And it's such an easy way to be consistent with your seed cycling. My seed cycling consistency game definitely stepped up when I started using Funkit Wellness seeds. So let me tell you how to save the money. You can go to funkitwellness.com, get the seed cycling kit, do the subscription one, and you'll already get free shipping and a discount. And then use the code Leah15, L-E-A-H 15, and you'll get an extra 15% off, bringing the cost down and making it so cost effective to do your seed cycling. So if you end up on using Funkit Wellness seeds, please tell me because I think that you will thoroughly enjoy them. Um, that's true. Um, okay. I don't, so the thing is, the questions, like, I don't know, they just are confusing to try and open. Should guys follow the fat carb protein at every meal and snack too for weight loss? It's an interesting one. Um, I mean, what's, what's the guy's goal? You know, like, is, is he like lifting a lot? He probably needs a little bit more protein or something. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think that that whole and leah can correct me if i'm wrong but i think that whole combination is just to balance your blood sugar you're eating to make sure it's not spiking Mm -hmm. um and then dropping rapidly and just kind of helping keeping it all it all cool so i think it's a good idea now with that being said do i do that all the time no sometimes i just have a whole entire bag of chips and an entire thing of salsa like that i'm pretty sure that's like all carbs so but in like you know, I'm I'm not like a super strict person, yeah. but I I try to. I'm like, hey, if I'm gonna have an apple and a banana, I'm also gonna throw some nut butter in there. Yeah. You know, like I think it's a good idea. But again, um, if you're married or this is a fiance or your boyfriend or whatever, if you're gonna be like, hey, you have to do this, he's not gonna do it. So like, That's true. I I think your best bet would to just be like, 
hey, this is about blood sugar. It's not about guy parts, girl parts. It's, you know, yeah. it's like this is a blood sugar thing. We all have blood sugar that, and it should be balanced out. It should, but again, you don't have to be super strict, but explain that. And I, I think they'd be on board. Like, yeah. Uh, who doesn't like an apple and peanut butter or almond butter? I think it's awesome. You know? But if you're, when your blood sugar is balanced, you don't get hangry. Is hangry real though? That's debatable. That's uh, debatable. Uh, I, I think Dr. Hangry. Kevin Majors, look him up. <laughs> I think hangry's real. Um, does it take men a while to be comfortable about periods and being supportive around the female reproductive system? Didn't we answer this one already? I mean, it's just I guess phrased it's kind of a different similar. way. Um, so I would assume, yeah. So like the first part, I feel like we kind of already answered. It was for me to get used to like periods and stuff, but with a background in bio and then physical therapy, taking a lot of anatomy classes and stuff like that. Yeah. It's not awkward at all for me anymore. Um, and then once you have kids and stuff, like, no, like it's just a normal, it's a fact of life. I think once you get... Like, again, like, how you're raised and you're brought up, mm-hmm. like, it could be awkward at first. But, like, once you just, like, get desensitized to it and kind of mature into it a little bit, it's literally just life. You know, it's yeah. a cycle. It's a cycle of life. And, like, men and women, they kind of go together. And, you know, <laughs> it's just like, you know, it's like men yeah. have their things, women have their things. And, like, you see it all over in nature and it's a beautiful thing. And, like... And you just once you get used to it, it's not it's not weird. It's just a learning curve. Yeah, and I think if if you don't make it weird when you're talking about it, yeah, that's helpful. Are there more doors <clears throat> or wheels in the world? So we had this conversation at my old job before I left there. Um, yeah, I feel like this is like one of those um, critical thinking questions. Which uh, side note, in PT school, so this was just a few years ago. My advisor told me that I struggled with critical thinking, so don't don't <laughs> trust my answer to this question. But definitely doors, because if you go into a kitchen, look at how many doors there are. There's three on the refrigerator. There's, yeah. you know, so many on each cabinet. And then it's like, look at how many wheels there are. There's not many. If you have drawers that roll out, there's a couple on those. But, but not a lot. Um, I mean some computers have wheels and stuff on the inside but everything's like going solid state these days so there's got to be more doors look at a house how many wheels are in a house not very many but if you look at like an air conditioning unit like there's just like so many access doors access panels they're all over the place it's got to be doors and then all you people who are really good at critical thinking are probably like yeah this guy definitely cannot critically think (laughs) because behind all those doors are wheels Definitely doors. Wheels um, wheels are the, the useful tool of the past. You gotta open doors now. Oh my Lanta. Um what can or what do you do to support like me and my cycle or me and my hormones? Like what do you do? Um day to day. It's kinda hard because right now I'm pregnant, so I don't have a cycle. Yeah, but so I am with pregnant. your cycle I don't I don't really know if there's anything. I mean I think a big thing is I don't tease you about anything. Like if you're doing something for your help, like I don't belittle it at all. Yeah. Like, so I, I, like, I'm on board. I'm bought into it. Yeah. Um, so I think that's a big thing. And then, like, when you need something, I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like, sure, I'm in. You know, like, I've committed to being on your team. And so just, like, if there's something you need, like, some maybe if it's something I'm kind of ostatious or, like, set back from, I'm like, 
weed through it a little bit with you. But yeah. For the most part, I'm I'm just bought into getting you what you need. Um, so I think that's helpful. Yeah. As far as like your cycle and stuff, I think I'm I'm into the you know spicy foods, cooling foods. Mm-hmm. I love the spicy phase. I try to stretch it out a little bit. Like you're like, <laughs> oh, we're in the cooling phase now. I'm like, oh, a couple more days of spicy food. <laughs> but for the most part. Um, you know, doing yeah. the food things. I, I'm just open to trying new stuff. And then I feel like at the same time, you're open to if, like, it's something I don't want to do. If you're like, okay, that's fine. I'll find an alternative. You know what I mean? Like, like if it's, like, showers, like, shampoo or something. Mm-hmm. And, like, hey, we're going to switch to the shampoo. And I try it, and I'm like, I don't like it. I'm not doing it. You don't, like, break down. You know, you're just like, okay, that's fine. You know? Yeah. We'll try and find a middle ground somewhere. Yeah, and we did cooperate. Yeah, um, I I have to agree. You you don't belittle me, even though sometimes I can see the wheels in your brain turning. Of like, how does this make sense? Um, but I will say you're a good sounding board if I want need to talk through something and be like, okay, so I, I just w- never listen, and you can talk it out. <laughs> <laughs> you do listen, but I do have to make sure that you're paying attention to me because like. I voice message so many things on my phone. Sometimes I'll start talking to you and then I'll ask you like, why are you not answering? You're like, oh, I thought you were talking to your client. <laughs> yeah. So it's not, it's not awkward to be around Leah when she's working because of like periods and stuff anymore. It's just <laughs> awkward because like you walk into a room and she starts talking and you answer and then you realize she's talking not to you. And <laughs> you do this every day every single day like it's the same thing and then so like sometimes i'll hear her talking and i'll just ignore it now and she'll just be like hello and i'm like what (laughs) so my ignoring you is uh actually your fault um you are good to like talk through things which i think is i think i'm good at that yeah i'm a good uh i'm a good co-captain yeah you're a good sounding board um and you are open to new things, and you always are like, okay, so what are the pros, what are the cons, and, like, what are the results, or whatever. Which, I guess, does bring me, like, to one of the questions um, someone asked last time, I think, which was, what it, how is it, like, if someone, like, has hormonal issues, and they're like, okay, I need to do something about this, and I think this is going to be a good plan, but scared, like husband or um boyfriend or fiance is going to like belittle it or not understand especially if it's a bigger investment excuse me because it's it's kind of scary to to do that i think sometimes to you know because the hormonal issue at that point is the known you know that's yeah. what you're used to and so how how would you approach that conversation of like hey i think this is what's going on with me and I need some help. I, th- I think that's tough because um, it, it varies guy to guy on what a guy's going to respond to. Um, but for the most part, I, I really think it comes down to getting their attention enough um, so that he is like paying attention when you're talking and, <laughs> and then like explaining your problem you know and then like like don't necessarily explain the problem when you're upset about having the problem you know come from like a calm a calm time and like really portray and be like look here's these issues that i'm having and here's why and 
like in like again so like if he's typically that way like you know more skeptical and cynical there's nothing wrong with that necessarily um then you know just like prepare yourself for that just be like okay he's normally this way so when i start this conversation i'm just going to ask him to you know just listen he doesn't have to say anything just listen to this and then (laughs) spell out your problem and how how you're having it and like spell out why and then how it's how you need it to be fixed Mm-hmm. And then I think if you spell all that out, he'll be bought into finding a solution. Mm-hmm. And so maybe you don't even give him the solution that same time. Maybe that's the next day. Because, like, um, I think a lot of times guys are a little bit more skeptical. Um, and so, like, kind of showing that you have a problem and then telling him you have a solution and here's why. I th- I think that they would, he would naturally go go Mm -hmm. to that solution if you find one or you have one if he understands that there's a problem if he doesn't understand that there's a problem he's not going to be in with it and i think sometimes women are really really good at just pretending like everything's fine even though like you're crying behind doors or you're struggling to like get up in the morning and take care of the kids and um that's one of the biggest things that i've heard heard from like clients is like how much balancing their hormones help their marriage yeah yeah because again like you really have to make sure your man understands and he because like when we when we guys pay attention we i think we do a really good job of listening and like it's just natural for guys to want to fix things like guys are very solution oriented so like when girls have a problem they like to talk about it and then guys like to be like here's here's a solution let's find a solution let like or if there's somebody that you know hurt your feelings or guys are like yeah f that guy um you know and like they want to they want to solve the problem as opposed to just like listen to it and then relate and then just not do anything like guys want to do something so if you like get their attention back look i'm having all these problems here's why it's a problem this is why it's wrong this is what it should be here's the solution. The guy's mm-hmm. going to be like, yes, there's a solution to this. Let's do it. Because you spelled out the problem that you're having and that it can't be fixed. I think it's yeah. natural for a guy to then go to the next step of fixing it. Yeah. I think if they don't see the problem, like, oh, hey, I just want to do blah, 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 and it costs this much money, they're like, well, why would we do that? Um, and then also, if you know, however long you've been dealing with this, all the things you've been trying haven't been working. You need to try something new. Yeah. You know? Yep. Okay, this is not about hormones, but do most guys want to be the financial supporter? I'm a woman, and I just feel my place is more at home, working on things at the house. I'd like part-time, just not full-time. What are your thoughts? Well, I mean, she probably needs to talk to whoever I have, I have a lot of thoughts. <laughs> Sometimes my thoughts are crazy. Well... <laughs> <laughs> what are my thoughts on what you asked? <laughs> yes. Um, I I think I think yeah. For the most part, most men want to be you know the financial supporter. I think you know what it means. Mm-hmm. Part of what it means to be a man, at least, is you know to provide. You mm-hmm. know, you want to be a provider. So I think that's yeah. natural for a man to want to be the one to do that now if you're like i want to do something kind of on the side like hey i'm happy at home you know you didn't say anything about kids but i'm assuming there's kids there you know like that's 
Or not. Again, that's an assumption. Maybe there's not, you know. And, like, if there's not, absolutely. Go do something part-time. Because I don't know about you, but I'd be bored AF just sitting at home by myself for, you know, however many hours your man's at work. Um, yeah. So, like, I, I in that case, yeah, absolutely. If you've got, like, kids and stuff and you're wanting to do something part-time, I think... I think that's, you know, you got to talk to each other. You you shouldn't be asking me what my thoughts are. You should be asking what his thoughts are. Yeah, I have to second that one because everyone's different there. Okay, are most guys pretty understanding when a girl is moody or do they get their feelings hurt? Guys don't have feelings. <laughs> you have feelings. <laughs> have you seen that, uh, like... I don't know. I always call them memes, but they're reels going around. Yeah. And, like, it's like... The, where they're working out and they're like what do you do with your feelings and it's like push them down what do you do with your feelings lift big things what are they going to your muscles <laughs> I don't know if that's how it goes but it's funny I haven't but seen no that. guys don't have feelings yes you do um, but when do you're, you're moody um, <clears throat> I think that depends on the scenario so like if you're just like in a bad mood no like everybody has a bad mood no big deal I think the where that can become an issue is when you're like venting mm-hmm. or you're like taking it out on something. So like you're just in a, you're moody because of a health issue or something. Ouch. And yeah. you know, just like no matter what the guy does, you're just like in a bad mood. So like he comes home from work. So like, I, I again, I don't think it's necessarily so much it hurts our feelings, but like, it can kind of make us jaded a little bit. So, like, yeah. say, I'm just going to paint an example. So, like, okay. Joe Joe is a construction worker, you know, so he has a very physical job. Mm-hmm. He goes and he pours concrete for, you know, 16 hours a day. Um, he comes home and he's super, he's just, like, he just wants to lay on the couch and drink a beer, you know, because <laughs> he's, he's been just, like, busting his butt all day and so like and then he comes in and you know like if you're moody or something he's not going to be able to relate to that because he's not open and i'm not saying the guy's in the right here i'm i'm definitely not i'm just saying that this is where an issue can come from with the moodiness is where the guy has an objective in mind and a plan in mind and then somebody's moody or something and it kind of yeah. There, it causes uh, tension there. And again, so like the wife's issues are just as big as the guy's, you know, mm-hmm. or even bigger because it's like a health problem, whereas his is occupational. So like you tell me which is more important, probably health. Um, but I, I don't necessarily think it would hurt his feelings. Like if you asked him the next day, did that hurt your feelings? No, it was probably just like it wasn't what I wanted to do. After I was this tired, you know, it's more frustrating. I think, yeah, yeah, it's more frustrating. Um, but again, I think it all depends on the situation. Like, there's definitely um, times where moodiness could definitely hurt someone's feelings. Like, especially like if you know maybe there's something important in the guy's life and he's like trying to talk about it, and you're just like too moody to listen. That would hurt my feelings, you know. Um, But like if like I just got back from golfing and I'm in a good mood and you're moody like no absolutely not you know like (laughs) it's not gonna hurt my feelings so I think it depends on the situation and then kind of what you do when you're moody so like when I hear moody I just kind of think of what Leah does and that's just she just doesn't talk she just kind of does her thing yeah and so it's like again sometimes like if she's just like 
just needs a little bit of space that doesn't bother me but if like i'm trying to have an important conversation and she's moody and she just like shuts down in the conversation absolutely that hurts my feelings because like i'm trying to have a conversation and she's shut down um yeah i don't not that that happens all the time i mean it does but i'm just (laughs) (laughs) um i want to take a moment to invite you and let you know that applications for one-on-one coaching are open the next round is in november and i'm super excited about it so i just wanted to share a little bit about what you can expect from one-on-one coaching like is one-on-one coaching even a good fit for you so application for one-on-one coaching is in the link in my bio go ahead and click that um you can read even more about it link in my bio leo why do i keep saying that link is in the show notes get it together and you can go ahead and apply there you do have to apply for one-on-one coaching we do have limited spots available we only take 10 at a time because we obviously work very closely with you we run labs all that good stuff so i want to tell you a little bit about kind of what happens so it is four months and we will work together closely during that time you get three group calls a week and the reason why i do group is i wanted a combination of you getting one-on-one coaching for me but also a community of women that are working together for the same goals because it can be lonely and it can be frustrating and also on top of that everybody has different questions so it's fun to get to know um like other aspects of health and you're like oh my gosh i was struggling with that but i didn't even maybe realize but somebody else asked a question and then so i love the community aspect of that as well but you do have voxer support which is a voice text messaging app monday through friday it's like having your practitioner in your back pocket We do run labs. Um, A Dutch hormone panel and a hair mineral analysis are both included and you will get that um, test sent to you and then you get the analysis video, everything broken down, personalized protocols, all of that good stuff. So one-on-one coaching would be for you over like a group program. A, you need way more customized support. You want that longer container. You want to run the labs. You are just like, I have a thousand questions and I want to be able to talk to you and have your eyeballs on my, like my food journal every single week. I want you to be like really in depth on what's going on in my cycle maybe you have endometriosis maybe you have like a chronic condition um you've been struggling for a really long time or you're just like you know what i really just want the dedicated one-on-one support um then this would be for you so i have a bunch of testimonials from when i worked with if you go to the application you can go ahead and look at them um and of course i love connecting you with some of my previous um, one-on-one clients if you're like hey i want to talk to someone who's been through it because i understand it can be like a scary investment but at the same time like you guys your health is so worth it if you've been feeling crappy for a really long time i mean it's priceless it's priceless to finally feel better i've worked with so many endo clients and women who just have been feeling horrible for so long and i love hearing from you that you know you are a nurse and you don't have to call in sick anymore because of your periods you have energy you don't have to like rely on coffee anymore you play with your kids again i get messages from husbands being like i have my wife back um so if you are interested in this then i would highly recommend going and applying and then we will chat um all details about everything that's included pricing and everything is in the application i i will say well since i've had landon i don't really have mood 
like hormonal yeah he's just been so good for your moodiness no i'm just saying like that's kind of when everything (laughs) no i don't think you're i don't think you're i will say i can count on like one hand on probably one finger i'm thinking no probably one hand the number of times you've been moody in the past year yeah the year's only half over though (laughs) (laughs) just kidding um i will say and this is like from my perspective um i do just get really quiet when i'm in a bad mood but like um it's not necessarily i think that i'm moody it's that like when i am in a bad mood sometimes like something that you would have done like yesterday i would have just brushed off but like if i am already in a bad mood and then it's just like maybe the tip that goes over the straw so it's situational and again so is that moody or is that you know strife in a relationship i don't know yeah again it's i think that's hard to say but i think at the end of the day it's kind of the same thing like yeah it depends on the situation it can definitely hurt our feelings because we do have feelings as guys yeah they're just buried way deep down inside (laughs) (laughs) um so this last question is funny do you snore (laughs) i don't know do i yes except for i sleep through it (laughs) (laughs) yeah so but you only snore when you sleep on your back so i just push you over i actually did know that i snored because uh before we were married and i would sleep with uh sleep in your brother's room your brother anthony all the time sebastian you snore so loudly <laughs> like every single time i would come up that's true um i think he even woke me up in the middle of the night one time actually i know he did yeah, yeah. he definitely woke me up my brothers time. would have totally stuffed you with the pillow um i just like turn you over onto your side and you are very grouchy when you're sleeping. It's like, my alter ego. He's very you, dark and disturbed yeah. and angry in the night. I guess. Like, when you're not awake and sometimes I'll try to turn you over and you're like, what are you doing? I'm like, you're snoring so loud. <laughs> I cannot sleep with snoring. I will say, this has only happened once and for all the years that we've been married. There was one time you were snoring really loudly and I couldn't. I felt bad because you were sick. You had a sinus-like infection. So I went and slept on the guest mattress because I was just like, I can't sleep with you snoring. It was very kind of you. Yeah, thanks. Um, anyway, that was all the questions. So, But I, I so I have to, I forgot one question, one answer to the question from the beginning. You asked what oh. I do. Yeah, what do <clears> you I, do? I forgot one thing that I do. So like I am a PT. So I go in and I, I talk to people. It's kind of part of my job. It's also part of my job to make them feel better. Oh, dear. Um, And so part of that is, like, what kind of mood you're in. So I tell jokes. Yes. So technically, I'm a professional joke teller. (laughs) If you think about it, right? Yeah. So I'm going to leave you all with a joke. This is, like, my favorite joke. (laughs) All right. What is brown and sticky? A stick. Yes. (laughs) It's not poop. It's a stick. <laughs> if you ask Landon, though, he'd probably say poop. Um, anyway, if you guys like this, uh, shoot us a message and let us know. I hope Thank it you was for listening to today's episode of Balancing Hormones Naturally. If you found this helpful, I would love for you to share it with a friend and post it on your stories and tag Balancing Hormones Naturally podcast so we can get this message out. You can find me on Instagram at Leah underscore B-R-U-E-G, and I would absolutely love to hear from you. Thank you.